It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome back to another episode of the Scobro Show. This is Behind the Steel Curtain Editor Dave Schofield coming at you once again. It's Tuesday night. It's 9 o'clock. If you're a Steelers fan, where else would you rather be? I like being here simply because I get to hang out with me, as always, my big brother Rich. Rich, how's it going tonight? Hey, what's up, Steeler fans? What's going on? I'm doing great. I'm happy to be here. I hope everybody else that's here is happy to be here. If you're not happy to be here, go do something else. (laughs) Yeah, go do something else. If you're not here and you're not happy to be here, then go go do something else and make happy. It's the off season. We're not telling you to go away. We're simply saying, hey, we're here. Let's have a good time. Yeah. Yeah. If you're here and you're like, man, I could be doing something better than listening to these two idiots, then you know what? Go do something better. Feel free. Yep, and then we got Kobe Grant in the live chat that says he's got the same shirt as me. I have the infamous black and yellow. I'm sorry, it's black and gold to me, but I bought this black and yellow shirt because it's interesting. And frankly, I wanted a long sleeve yellow shirt. So this was it. This is what I could do, and this is what I got. So uh, I'm sporting the gold tonight for those of you listening in in, uh, in audio form and can't see our wonderful backgrounds where I have my great Steelers flags and my fantastic Star Wars Steelers helmet, and Rich has the great um, what kind of mount is that called that you have with the black uh, and gold? The, the, the European mount done in steel Euro- colors of a deer. Yep. Yes. Oh, and, and you know what? He's not real visible right now. Let me get him over here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You also got your... got your. Uh, oh, let's go the other way. Oh, no, you were fine until you put your head back in the way. I now, know. You've got some, some Steelers memorabilia in the background. There you go. <laughs> You can't that's make my, up your mind. That's the big kick, guys. Not technically Steelers, but he's in black and gold. He, he wore number three. Wore number three. The year he came out, the kicker for the Steelers was number three, Jeff Reed. Jeff Reed. When I bought that for my daughter, Alex, that's what she called him. That was Jeff Reed. The, <laughs> the paper towel holder slayer. Jeffrey, yeah. yes. So, um, And it's funny because the last time I was at your house, I'm sitting there and I'm like, man, that camera does not do that deer mouth justice. That is, it's actually a quite an impressive spread for, for a six point. But because of where it is on the wall, I'm like, it always looks so small behind you in the in the shot. But uh, I oh, love- everybody thinks I, the wall's the right color, behind me. Yeah. And the, you, know, I, you know, I can't just reach around and touch it. I actually have to turn around and lean out and touch it. So Yeah, and when you do that, we can't hear you because of the microphone. <laughs> what? Exactly. Exactly. So, hey, we're here. The pleasantries are over. There was no football on Sunday. Um, I did a special show on Sunday night with Jeffrey Benedict. We just came on, answered questions because we didn't really have anything else to do. We do have another Sunday show coming soon on YouTube. We do. It'll be here eventually. Um, Other than that, everything is 
the same because we obviously don't have a post game show, but everything's the same on the YouTube side that, that we get coming in here. So make sure you're, you're here for the shows. If you're able to tune in with us, we like to try to go at the exact same time every week. Next week might be a little bit different for me. I'll have a different background because I'm actually going on vacation. But as long as I can get my internet connection now down, I will still be here for the show. It just will be, uh, um, I'd say it would be the ocean in the background, but it'll, it'll be dark by nine o'clock. So, um, so uh, that's just one of those things that we, we wanted to say. Also, and if you don't have good internet connection, we'll just replace you. Oh, we'll just replace me. Yep. So I'll with have to check better. out all that when I get down there with somebody better, someone, someone better looking, which obviously we could pretty much pick anybody else on the, on the podcast staff and, and, and we'll, we can handle that one. So also make sure if you don't like looking at, at, at our faces, especially mine, we also have our audio only shows. Um, make sure you're checking all those out with the let's ride the stat geek live mic. That's our, that's what you have Monday through Friday. And then we have our noon lineup. Great shows there. Another great cutting room floor from Jeffrey Benedict today. Um, if you didn't check that one out, if, if you're excited about the Brian Flores hire, listening to Jeffrey's podcast, you're just going to get even more excited. Yeah. If, <laughs> if you're down on the Pat Meyer hire, Pat Meyer hire. Okay. Um, at offensive line, listen to Jeffrey's podcast and you're going to feel much better about it. Seriously. He he's really dug into some stuff with Pat Meyer and you're going to feel much better about it. If you listen to that podcast. So I'm teasing that. And then of course I, we've got all I the other he, ones. I thought Jeffrey did a great job digging into the Brian Flores stuff. Like, it, Oh, it was, I mean, like, he did, he did Meyer in part one and Flores in part two. It, it was yeah. some really good stuff. Yeah. So, um, and then there was a fantastic Brian Flores article today from KT Smith on the website, you yep. know, Steelers.com, your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. Make sure you're checking that out as well. But yeah, we've got the other great um, shows on the noon lineup as well with um, uh, Jeremy Betts and Andrew Wilbar. Um, I still think they're going, I think they're focusing on draft stuff now that it's not fantasy, but I'm not exactly sure. Um, yes, we already mentioned they've been, Jeffries. Yes, they've been focused in draft. Yeah, though you've got Matty P's War Room, you've got Yins, you've got Bad and KT Smith. I can't remember what they call their show. I just know it was the pregame show during the season, but I don't remember what it is now. And uh, and then you get the Ohioans on Saturday. Uh, lots of good stuff. Just make sure you're tuning in. We've got a super chat, and boy, is it a super chat? We've got twenty dollars from Dave Shipley in the tip and then jar. yeah, and he got his twenty dollars worth in what he put out yeah. there, huh? So. Um, I didn't read it yet. So he says, Dave, I wanted to shout out to you. It's been a while since I've been on and you were, you were on, 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 and you were on boats and Dick recognized your awesomeness in statistics. And I couldn't be more proud of you. Oh, 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 is that, um, that's referencing from, um, sorry. I was trying to, to figure out what it was. Uh, that was that from, from where we were mentioned on first things first behind the steel curtain. Um, on Fox Sports One, um, I don't know if it was if he's referencing that or not. Um, I'm trying to figure it out while I'm while I'm dealing with other stuff here with the show. Um, you remember that if, when we were when we were brought up? On yes, it did. Yep. So, uh, but no, Dave Shipley, haven't seen you here for a while. Great to see you back. Glad that you're here. Thanks for the for um um for for the twenty dollars in the tip jar. So. Rich, I, let's dive into this topic. I know we're several more than several minutes into the show, but we've 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 done the spiel of making sure where you can catch everything. And I told everyone that you know might be might be a different face next week, but if nothing else, it'll be a different background. What we're going to talk about is we're going to take the next three weeks leading up to free agency to kind of just look at free agency. When we come back, the fourth time we come back, that'll be after the legal tampering period begins before the beginning of the officially the beginning of the, of the league year where you're going to get all the reports that t that players are signing but yet nothing will be official and they could always back out um right but what we're going to do is next week of the week after we're going to look at you know specifically looking at what the Steelers should be looking at in free agency we're going to do offense one week we're going to do defense the next week well, the other week, I think we'll go offense defense. We might change our mind. I don't know that it really matters. But what we're going to talk about tonight is the Steelers' free agent philosophy. Last year was a crazy year. Wouldn't you say so? 
when it came to Steelers and free agency? A little bit. Basically because of that that crazy salary cap going down uh. almost $20 million. And the Steelers were in a situation where they had to make cap cuts. They had to rework stuff with Ben Roethlisberger. They're doing things they've never done before in void years in contracts um, in order to help get to be a better salary cap situation moving forward. So they couldn't, I'm trying to think free agents that the Steelers got last year during the free agency period. Can we, can you think of any off the top of your head? I mean, I know the guys we eventually signed, but you know, but I mean, I know we signed Joe Hig. Joe Hig. There you go. I know we signed Trey Turner, but I don't know. I don't that exactly was, remember yep. when. That, that was, was in yeah. June, but yeah, yeah, they eventually got Jay um, um, Turner. But the um, only one I remember right early on was Joe Hegg. Yeah, was Joe Hegg. And that's really all there was because all their other sign, I mean, he was the only one that, was, that wasn't for like a, vet, uh, a veteran minimum contract. He was the only one. He was the only one that was counting in the compensatory formula. Now, eventually, the Steelers had a Keller Witherspoon counting in the compensatory formula because they traded the, the, that was acquired during a trade. So you had Joe Haig. You had some guys like Miles Killebrew. You know, he he was brought in as a free agent. Arthur Millette, he was technically a free agent, but there really wasn't anything that they did. The biggest thing that the Steelers did, I would say was they signed Cam Sutton and Juju Smith-Schuster. Yep. I would say that was the biggest free agent signings they had, and they were their own players. But that's kind of just the hand that they were dealt. Okay. Um, all right. So we've got another one here from Dave Dave Shipley. Uh, he was to... clarifying. Okay. Clarif- clarification. So what was his clue? Can you explain? Yeah. Break this down for me. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to still understand. He put five more dollars in, into the tip chart. He says, Moats and Deke, I don't Moats have access. and Deke. Yeah. And then he was actually well, talking about he didn't have access to the to our podcast and stuff. He was in Korea. He was, tra- he was in Korea gotcha. for a while. Now he's home. Now he's home. Yes. So, um, but, so that's, but, why we yeah. haven't, that's why we haven't seen him for a while. There you go. Well, well, that's good. Good. It's always nice when you see people in the live chat, you haven't seen for a while. Um, and with some, some, some really good stuff. Um, yeah, I I saw here earlier. He said, um, he said, finally home. That's great. Um, the Steelers, I'm going to make a statement about the Steelers, um, free agent philosophy. And I want you to see from last year that you're in general, Oh, because last yes. year was the exception, and I'm going to explain how it was the exception, and we'll definitely see a byproduct of that. Okay. To me, the Pittsburgh Steelers, while not always flashy, their goal is to fill the, all their team needs in free agency. Correct. Yeah. Correct. To an extent that is uh-huh. is normally, and you you know, and you could expand on that a little bit. Okay. How would would you like to expand on that a little bit? Yeah. The way I'd expand on it a little bit is they typically look to get everything filled in free agency, although with what they fill it with may not be. You know, uh, to quote Regis Philbin, the final answer. I got you. Okay. I, yes. I like the way you said that. I like the way you said that. Is like if the Steelers are really short, and I'm going to pick a random position, I'm going to say the safety position. If yes. they're really short on players at the safety position, they will add the players that they need for the safety position. Now, if they go into the draft and they decide they want to add in the first round, this all fantastic safety. I'm throwing the, I'm using this as an example because I haven't sure. heard of any of any first round safeties that uh, I, I could even know anything about. But 
then they would add that player as as a hopeful upgrade. Yes, because I'm, I'm I'm saying this because I'm trying Not, to compare. I know yes, everyone's the Steelers, into the draft, the draft, the draft. Go ahead. Yes, to put it in. Well, you know, we can't talk about free agency and the draft without ref one referencing the other. Exactly. Okay. There's no way to do it. They are connected. For the Steelers, the draft is about upgrading. For yeah. Steelers, free agency is about, for lack, uh, I'll, for lack of a better term, I'll say filling out their roster. Filling it out. That's exactly what I was going to say. So bottom line is the Steelers generally, and Kevin Colbert has said this over and over again, they don't go, they don't want to go to the draft looking at a position that they have to draft someone to be their, they have to draft a position to be their starter. That is their goal. Last year, they could not do that. They couldn't. Correct. And if you look at it, you're like, oh, wow, look at all the rookies the Steelers had to call on last year. It's because they had to, because yeah. of the salary cap situation. Um, I'm, I'm saying not just their salary cap situation, the league-wide salary cap situation. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the Steelers did that because they had to. And that's not what they like to do, but they had to. And I've said it over and over again, and some people disagree with me. The Steelers generally – now, come, the first-round pick is a little bit different. All right? The first-round pick's really the only player that the Steelers look to to really be in the mix as a starter every year. Okay? Doesn't mean they get a position handed to them. Steelers said they regretted penciling in Ryan Shazier before he even came to training camp. Last year, obviously, Najee Harris was the guy. That's what yep. you had to do. That, I mean, that was the situation they were in. So they they use an approach to the draft of we need to make our roster better with the draft after we filled in where we have every position because the Steelers don't like to go into a season having to count on their draft picks in week one. Right. Is like, that a safe assumption? Yeah. It, it, and they absolutely like, had to last year. Yeah. The Steelers want to go in the draft, no, and I'm just going to pick a position, okay? The yeah. Steelers want to go into the draft having their two offensive guard positions filled. Mm-hmm. Now, in the draft, if given the opportunity to get someone who could potentially beat out one of those two guys and become a, the starter, that's what they do then. Yeah. But then they don't, but they don't, have to draft the guard. Yeah, you know, but if you draft that guard... Go ahead, you finish. You know, we, we constantly talk about the Steelers, you know, liking the Steelers to be in a position of taking the best player available. You can only do that if all the positions on your team are filled where you feel you could be okay with that. Exactly. So the Steelers go into the draft, and let's use your guard example. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's say they need another guard. They go out in free agency. They get a player that could be that they that could be their guard going into the next season. Right. But then they have a a, a, a specific player they really like a guard that's there at twenty for them. You know, kind of like in two thousand twelve when one was there at twenty four for them. Okay. They have a a, a position a, a player at that position. You can draft that player thinking that they are going to be oh, or hang tight. Bye, Dave. Oh, he has to roll. Yeah, uh, his wife didn't know he was home yet, so he's got to uh, pop so out of here. To, yeah, well, it's yep, great to come. Go. Glad, glad you're <laughs> home, safe, Dave. Um, not me, Dave. That was Dave Shipley in the live chat. Sorry. <laughs> so for people listening audio in, in the audio that are now, terribly back, confused right now. Yeah, back to what I was saying is that when you draft that player, that player then has that opportunity to be that starter. But if things aren't working out for them to be ready right away, they don't have to be thrust into that position. Exactly. That's you don't the have to rush guys. for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, you don't have to rush them. I mean, last year, if you're the way the NFL works, if you take a first round running back, you're going to put that first round running back in your lineup because yeah. the way running back is anymore. If you don't, you know, th- then you're going to take a, th- a second or third round running back, and they might not even, and they still might be thrown in there right away. That's just the nature of that position. Sometimes you get a position like wide receiver, where you 
where you can play some, but you don't have to be thrown out there. You They could ease in the number of snaps. When you're looking at other positions like, oh, the defensive secondary or the offensive line, where those guys don't come off the field, that's a whole different story. But then, but but let's say you have that guard. The Steelers don't want to go into the draft saying, uh, we don't have two starter capable guards. We have to draft one. Because that's when you end up having to reach. They don't want to put themselves in that situation. So to me, you need to understand that it's not like the Steelers are quote unquote saving back certain things because they like it in the draft. They don't do that. And when they go to draft, you want best player available, quote unquote, at a position of need. Well, sometimes that position of need just, it just means that there's, there's a way to get them on the field. They have the potential to upgrade what you already have. Yes. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think um, of a situation where, um, where the Steelers were really set at a given position. I mean, set like, like, like even, I, I don't even know that I'd say TJ Watt, Bud Dupree. I'm trying to think, you know, one, okay, let's throw this out here. Kicker. <laughs> okay. Because it's obvious the Steelers yeah. are set at kicker. So we'll use that as an example. You don't want to go out and draft a kicker that you realize isn't going to get any time because you're so set at that position. Now, I know that's because it's a kicker. You're going to think, well, that's not a great example. But if the Steelers were completely loaded at wide receiver and they had, I mean, and, and they had five guys that you know are going to be the five guys on the roster, this kind of happened last year. Were you going to draft a wide receiver, you know, in the, in the sixth or right. seventh round? Chances are they weren't going to make the team, so that you didn't, you weren't doing that because you weren't able to upgrade that. You so know, that's why going, it's a position of need, right? Go, going in this year, the position that I'd pick right off the top of my head to say that yeah. I don't expect to see the Steelers draft in, I would say, is tight end. Yes, right? exactly. That's one now, for me too. That does not mean one hundred percent that the Steelers won't draft the tight end. Yeah, because yeah. if the Steelers get to say round four. Mm-hmm. And there's a tight end that they had, you know, out as a possible round two yeah. that they think would fit and be an upgrade. They could make that move. Yeah. But they don't have to make that move. But if the Steelers draft a tight end in round one, you're going to say, what are you thinking? You know what I'm saying? Yes, exactly. <laughs> that's that's the whole notion of looking at a position of need. Because if it's your first round pick, in my opinion, you want to have that you want to have that player be in a position where they could earn the spot. That's why last year, when everyone was talking about it, oh, first round quarterback, I'm like, you know they're going to sit. You know they're going to sit. Mm-hmm. Last year, this year. That's a different story. They wouldn't necessarily, they could based on other options that the Steelers have, but they wouldn't have to. But if they come out and ball out, then they earn the job. That's exactly what you're looking for all the time. So in order to understand the free agent philosophy, you have to look at the draft philosophy and look backwards. So So the philosophy of the Steelers is we've got to fill every position. We don't need to have 90 guys right now because we'll fill out other stuff, you know, as it goes on. But they need, if there's a, if there's a huge need, the Steelers have to do it. For example, Jeff and I did this on his let's ride. When I filled in for him, he wanted to know what it came to the draft. Was it a need or a want? And I said, a lot of things were wants, where some things were needs. Um, The steel. Well, but we were talking about addressing the position at all. For example, tackle. The Steelers need to do something else to tackle. They Correct. really do. I mean, unless they are sure that Zach Banner is going to be 100%, you know, and really reliable, which Steelers fans are like, well, he's not. He didn't play last year. Um, and I, I do want to say something about that here in a little bit. Um, and they have Dan Moore Jr., but Chooks is a free agent and all, and all that other stuff. You could look at guard because you have you have Dotson and LeGlue and that's the only people that have really 
done anything this past year. You you need to add something at that position. So now do you just not add a guard and then say we're going to take care of it at a draft? That's not the way the Steelers do it. That's not the way nope. they do it. So um, I wanted to say something about Banner real quick since I brought him up. And I'm going to compare him with Devin Bush. A lot of people really down on Devin Bush. Some people want to use the bust word with him. And I'm like, really? He was a Pro Bowl alternate as a rookie. If if the if a different team makes the Super Bowl, Devin Bush is in the Pro Bowl as a rookie. You know, right. and he wasn't, and it's not like he was terrible before he got hurt. He was doing, he was having. I'd have to go back and really break it down again because it's been a while. I don't know if I, I don't want to go so far to say he was having a better season, but I'm not saying he was having a, a worse season when he got hurt. But now coming back off of this injury and having an absolute mess in front of him on the defensive line, people want to call him a bust. I don't, I, that's to me, that is extremely premature. But anyway, Devin Bush and Zach Banner had similar injuries. Zach Banner had it five weeks before Devin Bush or four weeks before he was week one. Bush was week five. Yep. They came back and Zach Banner came back and obviously he had some setbacks. He was on IR to start the season and everything else. He never got back to the lineup and the read and people were saying, well, why aren't they going with Banner? Why aren't they going with Banner? And my, I kept wanting to say is even if Zach Banner is back at 90, 85 or 90%, is he your best option over other guys that are at 100%? Is an 85% Zach Banner better than Chupacor for Dan Moore Jr. or Joe Hegg? And apparently the Steelers felt that answer was And enough. the Steelers felt that he wasn't. But here's my question. Was an 85% Devin Bush better than the other alternatives that they had at inside linebacker? And the answer the was, was the Steelers felt yes. Yes, they felt like yes, he was. Yeah. If the Steelers would have had better, some better options at inside linebacker, they might have let they might have Devin Bush might have got the Zach Banner treatment, for all we know. You know, so you still had to put the best options that you had on the field out there, even if you know, hey, one, it's and if he's if he's not going to be a place where he could hurt himself over, you know, re-injure himself and put himself in danger by playing. You don't want to do that at all. But, you know, Devin Bush working his way back was still a better option at that position versus with Zach Banner working his way back. They felt like he wasn't a better option there. So keep that in mind when you kind of compare both of those players. So, sorry, that was me kind of going off on a little bit of a tangent. No. So, um, no, 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 not you. Yeah. So, because, but that also weighs into the Steelers' free agents, free agent philosophy. That's going to change some of the things that they do because the next thing I wanted to talk about with their philosophy is first, you know, in house versus the street. I don't want to say outhouse, <laughs> right? In house versus the street. Adding things because remember, if the Steelers sign someone like Juju Smith Schuster, or if they sign someone like a Kilo Witherspoon, it's technically a free agent signing. It's right. just one from someone who played for them last year. Okay. But here's a good question. I'm going to bring it up right now because I was just about ready to say this. So, Steel Dog 88, sorry, sorry that you had to throw in your $2 into the tip jar for this because I was just getting ready to say it. How much would we save if Banner was cut? The answer is $5 million, $5 million. And that's going to be something from an article series that I have on the website right now, where I take every player that has a, you know, that, that has a salary cap, um, either the dead money or the money saved is over a million dollars fits into three categories. One is you can't cut them because the dead money is more than what it would be to, for them to play. That one went out today. Then tomorrow are ones that, hey, well, you could cut them, but the dead money is way more than what you're going to save. And then you have a, have a big group of players like with Zach Banner that where, hey, if you cut them, there's some dead money, but there's an awful lot of money that you could save there. Right. And that's the deal with Banner. $5 million, it would only be 1.625 in dead money. So the Steelers have to ask themselves, do they want to pay – Zach Banner, $5 million. That's the $5 million question, isn't it, Rich? That's the $5 million question. 
We all have our thoughts on it. We have our thoughts. But in the end, it's up to the Steelers. Yes. Um, something that the Steelers could do, and I could see this, is they could say, hey, we said we were going to pay you $5 million this year and everything else. We'll give you $4 million as a signing bonus, a million-dollar base salary, and we'll extend you for another year or two in a way that would then they could cut him. Then he doesn't lose any penny, not a single penny of what he would make this year otherwise, and it would be better for the Steelers. That's something they could do. Yeah, I don't know if they will. Maybe they decide, oh, $5 million is not so bad for Banner. To me, I don't think you, you bring him in for that. You keep him for that money. You've either got to change it or or depart. Yep. You I agree? Another super chat I want to bring up. Bring it up. Okay. So Steeler Nation 412 says, would this work for Watson? A first, a second, and Bush and Edmonds. The answer is no, that can't work. Can't work. Because Edmonds is a free agent. He's a free agent. The Steelers don't have him. Unless you meant Stray Edmonds, and I don't think anyone's going to do that. Um, so that won't work. First of all, no, won't work. Second of all, why would you want it to work? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Two, for all we know, you want to give up that, and we have no idea if Deshaun Watson will ever play another snap in the NFL. Too much of a question. Yeah. So we're we're just as, assuming too much there. That's why I staying away from that subject because you could give up a lot and get absolutely nothing. That's like the Oakland Raiders giving up a third and a fifth, paying a bunch of money for Antonio Brown, who never even played a snap. Yep. And demanded his money. And thought, why aren't they paying me? They signed me to this. And he never played a snap for him. How do you not play a snap for someone and think that they owe you the money? Uh, that's a very I, I don't get that. But anyway, so you want to you want to steer clear of those kinds of situations. That would be one too many Vontez perfects to the head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, one one of those things. So, um, so and what else do you want to say about the philosophy? So you think they're okay? They're looking to fill out everything. They look to fill out everything. Okay, the Steelers tend to not break the bank on free agent signings. Okay. Yeah. They don't. If if we sign one big name free agent signing, that that's about as high as the Steelers go. And even then, they try to do it and not break the bank. Yeah. Um, they fill in a lot with a lot of what I call serviceable NFL guys. Yes. You know. I, I think of the Steelers back through the years. You know, who, who are some of the biggest free agent signings for the Steelers? That's a question well, for you, Dave. The biggest free agent, meaning outside free agent signings, uh, the one who they paid the most to was Steven Nelson. Okay. He had the biggest contract yep. of any of them. Mm -hmm. uh, you have um, Ladarius Green. Yep. He, he was a pretty big one. Um, trying to think. Of 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 a who's few, the, who's the biggest name guy? And I'm talking Kevin Steelers. Green. Kevin Green. That's got to be the biggest That's one. And of course, be... he he didn't make as much as Stephen Nelson because of the NFL then versus because the Dallas, NFL yeah. then versus now. Yeah. Exactly. But to yeah. me, that was one of the biggest free agent signings the Steelers mm -hmm. ever had was Kevin Green. Yep. Then we get in. You talk. You know, we're talking. Ladarius Green was a, yeah. was our big flashy signing, yeah. and yeah. it's like, yeah. Now, the Steven Nelson one I thought was really good. Yeah. I was going to say Farrier's another one, you know, coming from the Jets. Yep. But they didn't – that wasn't big because they, he was already – he was considered a bust. And the Steelers were trying to salvage him, right? Correct. And I will uh, go out and answer Jerry Cherry Band's question. He asked, the bust was a trade, right? Correct. Bust was a trade. Bust was um, a trade. Joe Hayden, you could say that, but that was weird because that was during training camp and not during yeah. the free agency period. He was so another it's one true. I was, uh, that I was thinking that but I was thinking also about fits in another category. Yeah. You know, Brad okay. Jewett, another go, you know, Brian Clark. You know. But he wasn't a big name guy. Again, before wasn't a the big Steelers. name guy before the Steelers. These were guys yeah. that were serviceable. They're, you know, there have been playing guys that have been Even, serviceable guys, fit well in the Steelers' scheme. Mm -hmm. And made their name here. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Yeah. So, like you said, I mean, so you can't count Bettis in there. Kevin Green is probably the biggest name because even though Steven Nelson was there, his name wasn't that big. Ladarius I mean, Green was, was big, but bigger. But I mean, it's not like, whoa, wow. Ladarius Green did have more of the name, but the way it all played out, he, I mean, he never played in the NFL again after right. playing a couple games for the Steelers. Right. Okay. So there was plenty of stuff there. Here's my question before we dive into uh, some some stuff here at the end. Mike, I'm oh, Jerry. Cher- oh, Jerry yeah. Cherry's going out there. Hold on, he has another yeah. one. Oh, missed oh it. you missed it. it. Jerry, correct. That was another yeah. one. Deuce Staley was yeah. a was it was one. But again, D'Angelo Williams. Correct. But these were guys when we brought them in. That those guys that had those bigger names here and there were not. They were like. I think a Deuce Daly was later in his career. He came in, knew he was be, would, was split in time. He wasn't coming in to be the feature back. And they weren't outbidding everybody to do it. Correct. Okay. They, so, I mean, when they all when the Steelers almost got Dante Hightower, where he came in, had a contract, and then decided to, to leave and go back to New England. That would have been one. Yeah. Big name person, Eric Ebron. Yes. I mean, that's a bigger name that the Steelers yes, got. But they didn't break the, break the bank for him. They right. really didn't. So, so, um, so again, uh, there, Steeler Pittsburgh brings in what I brings up who I feel are the typical guys we went yeah. at, we go after. Jericho Cotchery. Yeah. Right. Good NFL player, not a superstar. Yeah. Not a superstar type player. And we go and we get him, and he was very, you know, again, fit something the Steelers were looking for. Mm-hmm. Boom, worked well in our system. Made, you know, money wise, made middle of the road down type of money for us, not big money. Okay. I just so. got, I got, I got sidetracked because Tyler brought up something. This makes so much more sense with what Dave Shipley was saying because I didn't understand him because I still, I didn't know about this. I really didn't until Tyler brought it. And now this confirms that apparently it was that Arthur Moach credited a, a BTSC article on his podcast today regarding the Kevin Colbert press conference. So that that's what Dave Shipley was talking about. Oh, now it gotcha. makes sense to me. I had no understanding of it. So uh so so that was why. So uh thank you for clearing that up, Todd. I gotta go back and watch that now uh, or listen to it. Um I don't know. I think I don't I don't know if he's on YouTube or if they're all podcast. I'll, we, I'll have to we, find it. You know, mm-hmm. we've been getting the the site mm-hmm. has been getting more and yeah. more. I don't want to say I wish you knew if it was my article or just article. Say, <laughs> wouldn't say accolades, it, it's yeah. just more recognition yeah. for some of the things we've been yeah. reporting on or statistics we work on or things like that. And it's pretty cool. People keep throwing out more of these free agent names, Morgan Burnett. There's another one, you know, that's you're the Steelers aren't bringing in that tier one guy. You're looking at it, you know, maybe bottom tier two people that they think they can get more out of and things like that. John Bostic, you know, names that you've heard, yeah. heard of and things I mean, like that. Okay. Um, wait, 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 we, I forgot. Well, oh, why can't I remember his name? The safety turned linebacker that they brought in with Devin Bush as a rookie. And then they got Bush. Oh, they got him from he oh Mark Barron. Yes. <laughs> I couldn't remember the name. Thank you, Brian Brown. Why did I come? Why can I not remember that name? Yeah. So um, hey, Moneybags uh uh throws two dollars into the tip jar, says. BTSC tailgate party this season, make it happen. You know, we'll have to see about it. See, I'm not a big tailgate guy, you know, but we we get up to the games, we get there early and everything. I mean, we we try to do stuff where we let fans know when we're coming and, and we say, hey, come hang out with us pregame. And we had people do that last year. Tyler W. Yes, was there. So um, yeah, so trust me. If if any of if any of the staff is going to be at a game, we're definitely going to let you all know. Whether we could coordinate something bigger where we can get more of us there, that's the thing that gets tricky. So yeah, but this is great seeing all this stuff. I you know someone did bring up Derek Watt. I didn't think the Steelers were going to get Derek Watt. I thought he was he was too 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 high of a of you know 
Derek Watt and Eric Ebron were both in the same offseason. I'm like, the Steelers are going to get either one of those guys. And they did. So, and so, I think Wisniewski was they, the same one there. That didn't they do go and get guys, but you can't sit here as a fan and think, okay, the Steelers are going to go get one of the top two corners in free agency, yeah. one of the top two wide receivers in free agency, um, one of the top quarterbacks in free agency, Yeah, that they're going to get four or five of these top guys in free agency. Because that's just not what the Steelers do. Because that's not the most wise, mm-hmm. what the wisest yeah. use of their salary cap. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Here's another one. Says the right tackle from Dallas Cowboys. That's Flozell Adams. That was another one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I, he was brought in during training camp, I think. But I can't remember. Um, what you just said. I'm sorry. I'm getting distracted by all these names. This is great. I love it. I, I'm actually but, sitting here thinking this is what we should have used for our last. Yeah. <laughs> That would have been a great final question. I know. After they Uh, got rolling with him, I was like, we should use that as the final question. That would have been a great one. That would have been a great one. So um, back to what, oh, that's going to be so much better than what we do. (laughs) I know. Um, Uh, We suck. Yeah, we (laughs) suck at that. Oh, well. Maybe maybe, maybe we don't even do it now. We've got to do something. All right. When it comes to the Steelers, you're saying they don't go out and and get that one big-name cornerback or the one big-name wide receiver. No, but the no, argument was, and I saw someone, and I saw someone say it in the live chat. They're like, "But this year they have money." That's true. But here's the thing: I would ask. We talk about this philosophy of filling in all the gaps. Do the Steelers have too many gaps to fill them all in free agency? What do you think? Um. Well, that's the thing. Right now we have we have cap money, but the problem is we don't have quite as many guys signed and under contract that we usually do. Mm-hmm. So there is people will have to balance expectations because of that fact. You know, we have a lot more money than we usually have, but if we have to fill a lot more contracts, that means on average those contract numbers then would be would have to come down some. Because we've got to sign so many guys. Exactly. Exactly. That are the Steelers going to be in the mix to go get a few, you know, bigger name people? As I say, a couple high high profile. I would grab a couple. They'll do what they can to grab a couple of higher tier guys. Now, what some people may not like is it may not be a higher tier cornerback. Or yeah. quarterback, but maybe they go grab a higher tier guard or tackle or defensive mm-hmm. tackle, right? Yeah, to to fill yeah. things out. So you know, in the end, it's it's what I constantly say is that, from my opinion, is when the Steelers go about and do this, they will formulate a plan. Like, actually, I think going into free agency, I think the the Steelers formulate many plans. They're like, we'd like to go after, like, this guy, this guy, you know. And if we get these guys here, then we know we can, you know, we'll target these lower tier guys for these positions. You know, like, it's a puzzle. Yeah. And as the puzzle starts to fall in, you know, the pieces start to fall into place, then they start to know what they're going to do elsewhere. Yep. You summed it up fantastic that they want to try to fill in the entire puzzle through free agency. If and if anything, the draft is to make the is to make the picture prettier. Exactly. You know, you have the pieces, but now you're going to be looking at a prettier picture when but it's see, all said and done. But the, but the other thing is, is the way this puzzle goes together is is like the puzzle's going together. We don't know what that puzzle is going to look like when it's completed. Yeah. Like we don't know how pretty it's going to be. Yeah. So you know, because part of that depends on what pieces they get and how they fit in together. Exactly. And then you look at that picture, and then what that picture looks like determines what you go into in the draft. Exactly. And the bottom line is the Steelers can't go into the draft saying, you know, that there's an offensive, you know, saying it's an offensive lineman that they don't, they have to get an offensive lineman in the draft because they're not going to, because they don't have an, have someone adequate to start. 
but you also can't go into the draft wanting an offensive lineman and having nowhere to put them if they if they are ready to go and ready to play. So that's how it all has to all fit together. Here, I, I don't want to lose this one. This is from um, BSG74, 499 in the tip jar. Thank you very much. Says, bring in Jacoby Brissett from Miami. Worked with Canada and North Carolina also. Um, or that's NC State. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, absolutely. You know, to me, someone that like this, happen. it's all about if the price is right. Correct. I'm not, I'm not spending 10 or $12 million to bring him in. Because I would say bring him in and say, you're in the mix. You have just as much of an opportunity to start as any of these guys. I'd be all for that. But once you do that, then you also, I don't know, that, you know, for people that really want them to draft a quarterback in the first round. If you bring in someone like that that you're paying there, then the likelihood of, of saying you're going to go quarterback in the first round is way low. And that might, and a lot of people like that because they don't like this quarterback draft class. So I could see this going either way. But I think you and I agree with what we think their philosophy is going to be. They're going to try to fill out everything, yep. which they couldn't do last year. So therefore, the draft is just going to add more. I, You know, that's the joy of a, let's say, a very popular player for a lot of Steelers fans that for them to take in the first round is Iowa center Tyler Linderbaum. And a lot of people say, oh, there you go, center, you know, move move green to guard. I'm Like I said, I'm still not of that thing that thinks that that's going to be something that's that, – that if green's not your answer at center, it's going to be hard for him to be your answer at guard. But bottom line is if you're going in with, with Kendrick Green as your center before the draft and you have an opportunity to say, hey, we have what we feel is an upgrade – now, some people could debate whether it's upgrade. He's yep. small, he's smaller than green. He's short, you know, but he's also has some other things for green. So we could get into that whether or not he, he's a big upgrade or not. That's for I looked what up seed. That's a whole different show. Yep. But if the Steelers choose to do that, and that's part of the reason why the Steelers are saying, hey, we know Kendrick Green's position flexible. If if you bring in a center, it doesn't mean that you've given up on green. It just means that Green has multiple positions where he could fight for a job. Yeah. And he might not win at any of them. Or he could no. still win the center job, or he could still win a guard job. That's the whole point, and I think that's the narrative that they've been shaping. So wouldn't it be nice if the Steelers filled everything else in free agency and could draft a player like that at a position that that you have someone there that, but you could get an upgrade? That's yeah. what you ultimately want. That's really what you want. We want our draft so. picks to be luxury picks. Exactly. Not, not necessity picks. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So that's part of what makes the Steelers mm -hmm. the Steelers. Yeah. And 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 I said it, what year was it they didn't have the first round draft pick? That was 2020, correct? Yes. They didn't have it because they, they picked up Minka Fitzpatrick in 2019. If you look at the way they drafted, remember they didn't have a first round pick. So you already knew that you weren't looking for an automatic starter. But if you looked at the positions that the Steelers drafted, especially at the top, they were drafting for players that were they were going to lose following that season. You know, yep. you draft Chase Claypool knowing that Juju Smith-Schuster is a free agent at the end of the year. You draft Alex Highsmith knowing that Bud Dupree is a free agent at the end of the year. Things of that nature. So sometimes the Steelers are looking ahead of who's going into the last year of their contract as well. So there's some really interesting stuff. We've we've kind of really gone over here. So um so this I'm gonna change up our, our, our final question, Rich. I'm gonna change it up. Okay. All right, just a little bit. I already so, feel like we've done it because I'm telling you yeah, that. So here's so, gonna be a final question. Oh, I gotta so remind bad. everyone gotta remind everyone the rules. We're gonna we're not gonna take a long time to do this, but remind you of the rules. Don't answer the question until we say, all right, the no, question is say. now in the live chat. In writing, on your live chat. In writing, You will on see the screen. it on your screen. And we will say it when we're putting it on the screen. Until then, if you answer the question, we will put you in timeout. No suit for Not you. following directions. <laughs> because we're just warning you right now. So here's the question I'm going to ask. Okay? To me. Yeah, I'm going to really change this up. Okay. okay. Great. How many 
when it comes now, this is going to be tough because the Steelers still have some of their own players they could sign. Yep. Okay. I'm not asking for positions. If you write down positions, I will not bring up your comment. I want a number from you. How many free agents of players who were not on the Steelers last year do you think they will have starting come week one? I'm going to take the special team stuff out of it. We're going to be well, looking. I'm, I'm just going to look at the at the at the starting 22, the 11 mm-hmm. offense, 11 defense. Um, new were not on the Steelers roster last year. Yeah, so like if they bring saying. back Witherspoon, that doesn't count. That doesn't count. Okay, good. Um, is this starting week one or starting at the end of the year? Um, we're going to say starting week one. Week one. Yeah. Um, five. Okay. And someone's going to not get up. Oh, here we go. There I've already got to put there these in right. timeouts. People already. Still don't follow directions. Uh, You're going to say five. Yes. That's pretty close. I'm going to say four. Okay. I'm going to say four. I so, almost said here, four and then yep, thought, nope, that maybe is going to end up. I have a feeling it's going to be I'm hoping long. whoever the Steelers take in the first round ends up being a starter. So here we go. And beyond that, I just want them to be a role player to start off the, in week one. So here we go. It is now in the live chat, the number of starting free agents for the Steelers come week one. Just take a shot. And you know what's nice? We got to write this down and then week one make note of this and say, hey, how many were there? So we can come back and say, Steelers Pittsburgh says 4.5. You <laughs> take that as the over he, or the he, under. <laughs> no, he, no he, he averaged he averaged our answers. He averaged our answer. Okay. Stacey Lynn says five. Andrew Wilmore says 22. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, you yeah. Ball. Uh, yeah, right. Because TJ Watt's not going to be a starter come week one. Okay. Uh, George Teston says four. Sherry Richard says four. Steel Dog 88 says three. three. Brad Jewett says four. BF Bud says four. That's a very common answer. Okay. Brian Nizwa says four. Brian Brown says three. Awesome stuff. Nineteen eighty three says three. Greg W says two. BMK Bully Mob Kennel says six. Wow, they're going to dip big into free agency. Okay, um, Demetrios, Matt, Matt, Demetrios says two. <laughs> Mizarius. Okay, very good. Okay, okay. Uh, Steeler Chick forty six says five. Um, Dion Eaton says four. Okay, I'll give this one an okay to put it up there. Brian Blackstock says three because he said he specifically broke it down to one offense, two defense. He didn't list positions, but he did say that. So I'll give that. Uh, John Stevens gives a range, three to six. That's probably a good You're A good range. Yeah. Great range. Um, we could have done it as an over-under. Um, Kobe Grant says four, but I wanted to see what people actually said. Okay, um, Mr. Hammers says four. Christopher Eleven says three, just like the threes. He says no. He says stars on our helmet. Uh, here you go. Here's your here's your here's your lesson for the day, Christopher Eleven. Hypocycloids. Yep, they are hypocycloids. They are hypocycloids. Okay, there we are. Okay, Mimi Smith, because of the, all the eyes, um, says three. Um, Matthew Baum says three. Um, David Logan says three. Okay. Uh, Nate Van Slyke says, thinking four or five. Okay. Uh, Carlton Curry says four. Tom Vallejo says six. Rico Parsons says two. Okay. So Tyler W. wanted to know, do they have to currently be off the roster? Bottom line is this. It is someone who was not with the Pittsburgh Steelers last year and was not drafted by them this year. That's what we're looking at. They weren't on the Steelers last year. That includes IR, even like a Stefan Tour or anything. They had to be not on the Steelers. Like I would count two as being on the Steelers. So uh, Money Bags says four. Um, Eric Dove says three is my guess. John Phillips says four. Um, Jerry Cherry goes with uh, he goes with he wanted to one up. What was it? Steelers Pittsburgh. He wanted. He says five point five. Um, do do do. And I think that's we got them all. Now, I, I, I'm really hoping up. that people stop. Request and, says four. 
okay. stopping thinking about this as they made this answer real quick is, you know, if you gave a lower number, you see the Steelers trying to re-sign a lot of their that's, own free that's agents. That's got to be what it is. Yeah. And if you go to a higher number, you see some of those people going and the Steelers having to go outside to to look yeah. for some of those folks. So I mean, um, I'm sort of that's really what these come down to. So here, because, Tyler W. finally gave you his answer. Then after you answer, because you know. I think that I think they could have three alone. Tyler W. Offense. said three. By the way. Yes, I, I got you. Tyler W. said three. And I think they could have three alone on offense. Because you could have two could. on the offensive line. You could have as many as three on the offensive line. You could. You could. And actually, offensive line is offensive line and defensive line. Yeah. Partly why I said five. I'm starting to lean towards your five. Because wide receiver. The question is, are they starting? You know, you're going to have an outside person as in the top five, in my opinion. You're probably yes. going to get somebody from the outside as one of your five on the team. The question is, they lined up to be the starter in week one. Correct. That's, you know, the Steelers don't have a starting strong safety right now. They don't have a strong safety at all. Is it going to be Terrell Evans? Is it going to be someone they sign outside of things? You know, the, yeah. these are the questions. So for those of you that are saying things like three, you're probably, you're probably looking for players like Edmonds and Witherspoon and, and, players of that nature to be coming back. So yes. I, I, this was a good question that you really had to think it through. So this was a lot of fun today, rich. Maybe you could address it in your final thoughts. I didn't even give you a chance to mention the Brian Flores hiring. If you want to mention it in your final thoughts, feel free. If not, you can just give other final thoughts. I'm giving them. I will actually, you. I will get that uh, yeah. in my final thoughts. And I, I will talk about that hiring real quick. Um, of course, we broke it quick to each other on the Slack channel. I mean, literally, probably, you know, as soon as it got out that it happened, we knew. And and I was coaching the fifth <laughs> grade basketball game. I was I was doing a happy dance. Like yeah. I was just getting ready to call a basketball game over at the college, you know, as the as the PA announcer, and it came up, and I was like doing a little happy dance in the gym. And one of my coworkers is like, what's up with you? I was like, we just had Brian Flores. <laughs> Brian Flores is going to be coaching the Steelers. With basically the Steelers assistant. defense lost Keith Butler, replaced Brian Flores. The only, the only thing different is Austin has the title of coordinator. Why Flores has the title of assistant, which yep. it, I mean, that's it. Otherwise yep. that's so to, to me, that was fantastic. Um, I've heard just so much optimism from a lot of Steeler fans about that. Some that I know up around here personally that sometimes get down on things like this, even they are excited about it. So yeah. I'm, that is just something that I look that has a lot of potential for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, it was great. Um, do you want to say anything more about that before I wrap us up, get us out of here? And if you're still not convinced, like I said, either listen to uh, Jeffrey Benedict from the Cutting Room Floor podcast that was out on our audio-only platform today, or check out uh, KT Smith's breakdown in an article at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. No, not not or. Go Damn. check them both out. Yeah. yeah, go check them both out. Um, if If you were on the fence somewhere, they may say some things that get you more excited about it. So check those out. Hey, it, you know, huh, this was, this was fun for me tonight. Like it was for mm -hmm. you. This, I, f I feel finally is I'm, we're really starting to get into what I call our off season flow. Mm -hmm. Um, I like, we've got the next three weeks kind of around this free agency stuff before free agency goes. It keeps me excited. It keeps me looking specifically at that kind of news. I go looking for that content. I will, will yep, up oh, real quick, mm -hmm. bring up Greg W's $5 in the tip jar. Thank you, Greg. Thanks, guys. Great show. Part of what made this show great was actually everybody out here in the live chat live hopping chat. on when we got to talking about that, that whole who were some of our, you know, bigger or key free agents that we've had through, through the years. Y'all made that fantastic. That was great. Hey, get ready. Bring it next week. We're going to be talking free agency. Whether We don't know if we're going to talk offense or defense next week. We 
haven't decided yet. And we probably won't decide till Saturday or Sunday, maybe even Monday. <laughs> Please don't say Tuesday morning because you know that <laughs> will give me enough time to get yeah. my brain into gear. But you know, we'll be we'll be going that route and we'll be coming in. We're gonna talk players again. So everybody out there in the live chat, get ready. Bring your A game because me, I can't wait. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.